Plankton Paper Airplane. Hello there and thank you for joining us on HearthCast episode number 280 for patch 6.2. Our topic for this episode is Time Walking Dungeons. And now, from the excellence in podcast studios, it's time for another episode of HearthCast. This is Root, and I play a Goblin Warlock. And this is Freckleface, and I play a Goblin Hunter. We are a podcast covering the World of Warcraft universe. Coming up in episode number 280 of HearthCast, we're going to take a walk down memory lane. We've got an add-on to help you with your menagerie daily, and we keep the promise of a threat. <laughs> so, hey, Root. Hey there, Freckleface. What'd you do this week in the Blizzard universe? Man, I, I was kind of busy. Busy. <clears throat> busy. Um, I'm going through a phase. <laughs> <laughs> it just hit me. <laughs> yeah, I've been kind of busy this week. My shipyard is level three. I know I'm a little late to the game on that, but I was taking my my sweet time. I only lost yeah. one ship in the entire process. Really? Yeah. I've lost quite a few. See? Yeah. yeah. So, so I'm, yeah, but I'm happy. I was a little confused. Uh, I got back to... Um, my uh, my town hall, and I was confused. I'm like, where is my mission table? What's it doing in the corner? Why are there two of them? Because I don't read notes. Yeah. And I remember after saying, I I was at the point of taking a screenshot, and I was like, oh wait, You're Frank mentioned that. <laughs> yeah. So, and I like it there, but now I have no reason to go down to my shipyard, except to like make well, another ship. Yeah, because you're gonna break a ship. No, I won't. Or if you want to. Add different equipment to it. You can do it from there. I can't. You can't? There's a vendor. Well, you can. But oh, if you need to buy some. I have like, stuff in my bag still from like oh. doing uh, missions I get stuff or um, quests, I think. At any rate, um, I built an aircraft carrier. Uh, that was cool. Yeah, I've been keeping up with my garrison chores and doing my uh, my dailies over in Tanan Jungle. I did the, the Blood Moon event and is that the goal? Did you get the toy? Um, no, I didn't. Oh. Um, have you done that event yet? I have. Um, I don't know if you remember, but a few weeks ago. Oh, yeah. yeah. You're, you were telling me about it. I'm like, no, I'll never get there in time. It turns out it probably would have. Yeah. <laughs> Considering it takes like 20 people to. It doesn't. It, it, if it's five people would actually do the the job of going around and picking up the little uh, the crystals and then draining. Okay, five people to do it, 15 people to stand around and watch them. And yes. It's. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, man. I was just like, people, let's go. <laughs> and like one guy's like, I got it. I'm like, the way the one you picked up was right beside you. So you, didn't, <laughs> you didn't go anywhere. So I was getting yeah. mad. Um, so that was cool, though. What else did I do? Oh, I got the uh, the uh, black market auction house representative, I shall say, uh, in my garage. And she stands there right by my mailbox, by uh, right, right by my uh, my town hall. So you can shop the Bima whenever you want? No, you can window shop the Bima. You can't actually put a bid in with her because you have to go see Madam What's-Her-Name in person to make a, a bid on the auction house. Or the really? Bar. Yeah, so you still have to go all the way into wherever it was, Gorgrond, up north, whatever, not Gorgrond, the other one, wherever it was. Well, are you talking about in uh, in Pandaria? No, 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 no. no. She is um, a bunch of orgs, uh, green, green area, trees. Green area with trees and <laughs> org waypoints and fire ring of fire ring of champions place. Oh, Nagrand. Nagrand. Okay. Yeah, trial trial champions or something like that. Ring I don't of think champions. I've actually seen her 
in a grand. Yeah, she's up. We got to go in this place like where the orgs are, but the orgs are friendly too. But you have to go through the unfriendly orgs first. But she's up there. Just trust me. Okay. <laughs> I actually bid on something the other day, like an unclaimed item, and then it was going for like seven thousand. Like oh, I'll bid on that, and then within like ten minutes, I was outbid. Well, that could be crap, though. Like I'm too nervous to bid on that type but of thing. But you never know, because it could also be a mount that someone just didn't. Yeah, you know? that's true. You never know. What else? Oh. I went to the Dark Moon Fair. Oh, did you? I spent a day there based Aww. on all the work you put in for the last episode. Did you have fun? I did. Good. I did. Um, there were some things that were a little glitchy, but I had fun with it. So I kind of started down and I did all, all, pretty much all the games, all the games that I think I could do. So I did the cannon game, shot myself out of the cannon, landed, got a bullseye, was done with that. I'm like, okay, cool, done with that. And it's kind of made my way down the side. So I did the taunt game. That was fun and easy. You said you had problems with the taunt game? No, you said your problems with Turtle Toss. I had no problems with Turtle Toss. It's not that I have problems with the Turtle Toss. It's just that it got harder than it was before. I can still get it done. Oh, all right. Yeah. I found it. It was entertaining. Yeah. I, I did the uh, the flying thing where you fly through the rings. Yeah. And I was just going around. I'm like, okay, this is cool. This is cool. Go up by the island. All right, this is cool. I'm making my way around. You know, it's giving you the, the, the DBM does the countdown right. for you. Fine. I'm like, all right, cool. Go through a ring. All right, no problem. Didn't count one for me. I huh. know I went through it, and it was like five, four. I'm like, go through the ring. It was oh. three. I'm like, no, no, I went through the ring. <laughs> and then it, you know. And then it dropped you. Yeah, but I got an achievement for getting 10 in a row. Cool. So that, was, that was fun. But now I'm like, yeah, I don't want to go back and do it. I want to see what else is here. Yeah. Did the racing game. Um, I thought it was going to be like a loop. You just kind of go out to a little island, turn around, and come back. I guess the other, yeah. does the other side do the same thing the other way? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Well, that was fun. Yeah, that one's a little glitchy because once you get on a uh, one of the little vehicles to do the race, if you're done with it, you try to leave vehicle and you can't. Yeah, that I was going to say that I couldn't. I drove around for a while. You can if you mount up on something else. That's how I did oh. it. I did. You know, I just pulled out another mount and I was fine. But yeah, I was driving around with it, and, and then I realized, oh look, I have all these other things. I can I can go fast. I wasn't doing any of that in the actual race. Oh yeah, and still finished in plenty of time. So that that was that was okay. Yeah, uh, end up with a bunch of prize tickets and a griffin, little care, little uh, squinky dinky griffin thing. The things you can plot and ride on. Yeah, the squinky dink. Yeah, yeah. I didn't do anything with him though. He's still in my bags. Got five hats. Got the wee buff. Took off. Oh, I did get the uh, the grizzly trophy quest thing. Uh, test of strength. Right. Got to pick that up. And been and you mentioned something about being in a group or out of a group. I've been picking them up all over the place. So, you know, this month I'm noticing that too. I've been soloing stuff. And it's been dropping those grizzly trophies from elites and from normal mobs. All right. So I don't know if they patched it to make it easier to get done or what. The uh, the fish they have there, the new fish. So it's like they it's all you, yeah, all you can fish up is that fish. Yeah. Right. Okay. Well, it was listing for seven gold each. Really. On our auction house, so I <laughs> put, caught a bunch and put it up there. <laughs> and I haven't seen if it's sold yet. I don't know if it's going to or not. Usually, that kind of sells. Not during the Dark Moon Fair, but right before the Dark Moon Fair. But I do know that there are people who are, uh, they have contracts, uh, so we say, uh, with other players who are willing to pay them a lot of gold for like a thousand fish so they can get stuff done at the Dark Moon Fair without going to the Dark Moon Fair. So. <laughs> and, okay, I got a little bit of a beef with you, Freck. Oh, what I do? You talked me into this this stable thing. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And so I'm going to my stables and I'm picking up these little daily quests to go uh, either lasso these creatures, you know, 
or to ride these creatures and go kill something with, with that. While you're you mounted know, on While them. I'm mounted on yeah. the creature. So the other morning I get on and I was like, okay, I actually have three quests. I guess I missed a day or something. Or, cause you know, the, the quest dudes are buggy. They don't, they're not always in the building in the garrison. Weird. Yeah. Well, yeah. But whatever. It's a known issue. So I had three quests to go kill one dude, some big raptor. I can't think. Ripple, rip, rip, side or rip, rip torn. No, that's a comedian. Some, anyhow, <laughs> some big blue raptor over in Gorgon. I had three quests to kill him on three separate animals. Right. So I did that. I killed, waited for the respawn, killed, waited for the re- respawn, kill. But that's not what I'm mad at you about. While I'm out there, Looking around, I see this little quest. And sometimes when I'm driving by or riding by somewhere and I say, you know what? I'm going over here, but here's this quest that I never, ever did. Let me Just see what this then. is all about, you know? So I meet Ruder the Ravenous little hedgehog. I don't know what he is. He's a pig. And I missed a lot of the flavor text. He's supposed to be smelly. He's basically, he's eating trash and you're supposed to go pick up some trash for, or some real food rather for him to eat. All right, go pick up some food for this dude to eat. I'm a nice guy. I pick up some food. I take it back to this little ruder, the ravenous, whatever he is. He gives me 23 gold. Where is he getting 23 gold from? Uh, He already ate some other adventurer, took their gold. He's too small to eat. Even a gnome, he's too small to eat a gnome. <laughs> I don't know. Where are you getting 23 gold? But that, freckle face, is not. What, okay. what, what am I mad about you for? Okay. That's good, because you could ask that about lots of things. Where do ghosts get gold? Where do they keep it? I always ask that question when you kill a snake and it drops something. Where was that? It had to be, you know, one, <laughs> and how can you pickpocket a snake? Mm. Yeah. Anyhow, I'm not mad at you about that either. Okay. Dying to know. Back in the stables. What are them hippos that we got to deal with this expansion? Are you talking about the river beast? The river beast. Okay. Yeah. Lasso a river beast. Seems simple enough. Go over there. They're in the water, no big deal. I've got my horse, he rides on the water, runs on the water, whatever. Oh no. Oh no, I get dismounted. Either a bridge that I can't fit under for some reason, or a mob that I thought I killed five seconds ago that suddenly is back. I, I don't like river hippos. I don't like them at all. Like and I'm mad at you because now I, this is the one I can't complete because every time I try to complete it, something happens and a little my, my cord snaps and a dude runs away. You look on Wowhead, there are some choice words for river beasts on this quest, <laughs> Freckleface. Some choice words. Well, all I have to say is I got it done. Yeah, well, not on the first try. Well, I tried like eight, nine times, Freckleface, in one day. Yes, you gotta take a breather and just come back to the next day. <sighs> Mad at you about you can that. do it. Don't be mad at me. I'm a completionist. Not really, but. <laughs> <laughs> You'll just be that much happier when you finally get it done. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's been my week. How about you? What have you done in the Blizzard universe this week? 
Well, remember last week, I threatened to put in a ticket. Yes. I was like, if I don't get my Savage Friends achievement, I'm going to put in another ticket. You did. You said, this is Patch Tuesday. If Patch Tuesday, they don't fix that, and I'm going to get my Chivo, I am going marching myself down to Blizzard headquarters, and I'm knocking on some office doors until I get myself satisfied. Exactly. That's not what you said. Well, for all intents and purposes, I did. So, week rolled around, the Tuesday rolled around. The no Tuesday. Change. The Tuesday. <laughs> like, whatever the Tuesday was. The Tuesday. <laughs> um, so I put another ticket and I was I said, Hey, can you just give me credit for this achievement? And after a day they did. Really? So, yeah. So you just said, Hey, you guys can't fix it, force it. Yeah. Or I'm coming down there. Pretty much. Well, yeah. I mean, you name dropped me, didn't you? The, you said I know Root, and I know where he has the, those that uh, the nail clippers. Right. The rusty right, nail clippers. Right, right. I know where he keeps those. <laughs> <laughs> so, gave me credit for. It. I was able to build a trading post at, Whoa, at level three. Awesome. So, I'm very excited. Um, now, that's account wide, which means on my rogue, which is my alt, I'm trying to do fishing over on that tune so I can get Nat Pagel rep. So I can build her trading post up to level three and get a ten percent bonus as well. Nice. Um, but I mostly spend the weekend trying to get my computer in shape. Um, I haven't been able to use the curse client uh, in a while because they had a corrupted .NET. .NET framework. Yes, thank yeah. you. Yeah, no problem. I could not find a fix. I I googled the mess out of that and uh, <laughs> just couldn't figure it out. Um, did you use a computer for that? Did you computer that, Fred? I computer that, yeah. Computer <laughs> now, mind you, I've been trying to upgrade my computer to 8.1, to Windows 8.1 for the past few months, and every time I would try, I would get an error message saying I had didn't have enough memory to create a RAM disk. Right. So there's that. So my computer's just having issues. Um, but we ended up taking the weekend to finally do a fresh reinstall of Windows 8, and Very then getting a, it all upgraded to Windows 10. Now, this time when I wiped my computer, I was smart enough to save my add-ons folder. Congratulations. And, more importantly, my WTF folder. Yeah, because that's got your macros and it's your got all binds. my settings. Yeah, it's, like, it's got everything in it. I mean, you can download your add-ons easy enough, but like all your settings within, the, within those add-ons. Yeah, my folders, are they, they're, they're synced with the cloud. And they go back like they have five iterations. Ooh. Yeah. That's smart. Yeah, I should just put mine in Dropbox or something. Yeah. Or is it too big? No, it'll fit. I don't know. No, it's fine. So I didn't have to start all over. Um, yeah, it was interesting, the process. Um, I haven't had to wipe my computer in several years, and I still have some stuff that I needed to save, but I've converted almost all my things over to the, to the cloud to some yep. extent. Yeah. Um, all our documents, you know, you and I used to, one of us to make an outline, we save it to our computer, and then we email the other person. Yeah. The other person make changes, then email the final copy over. And then Google Docs. <laughs> Google Docs. So I have all this personal information that's just saved on Google Docs. I had my browser um, logged into Chrome, so all I had to do was just download Chrome, then log in, like, all my settings and extensions Isn't that were nice? there. It's very nice. And even uh, The Sims, they save all your games to the cloud now. As much as people complain about having to log into Origin every time you want to play, your computer gets wiped or whatever, your games are still there. See, now I can remember back in the day 
when reinstalling Windows was a natural occurrence. Right. It's just part of what you did for your computer maintenance. And so I was very used to offloading stuff to, you know, hard drives on the outside, external hard drives, whatever you want to call them. When cloud technology came along where it was actually, I was doing it before it was quoting people were calling it cloud technology. I was backing all my stuff up to my, you know, servers that were in a data center. You know, So I had that going before it was the cloud. But since that now has become more easily accessible and cheap. Yeah. Everything we have is cloud synced. Yeah. Everything. So if I do a, an, you know, a fresh wipe and install, okay, I'm not losing anything. You know, I may lose a little bit of time when it syncs stuff back up, but it's all right. Yeah, so it's just nice how that stuff has changed. Oh, and one more thing I did. I finally got uh, the achievement to build my menagerie to level three. Oh, wow. Which, yeah. one, which one was that you needed? Uh, I had to do 150 pet battles in Draenor. Whoa. Yeah. Do 150 or win 150? Just do them. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. Still a lot no, of pet battles. Just win. I had to win them. You had to win. Wow. Yeah. Yeesh. Otherwise, you can just like quit after one turn. Yeah. Yeah. Well, congrats on that. Well, thanks. But I feel a little lied to, though, because I built it up to level three. It looks exactly the same. That was good. I was going to be my follow question if it looked the same. Exactly or... the same. And it's in the description of it, like, oh, there's an extra daily quest that you have at your garrison that brings you extra unique rewards. And I'm like, for one thing, I don't see anything extra. And I think they're talking about Kira, who shows up at your garrison at level two. No, she shows up at level one. Okay, level one. I have her. So what's the point? I don't know. I really don't understand it. I don't know. Maybe some of our listeners can chime in on Twitter and let you know what the perks are for having a level three menagerie. Well, from what I read, you just get a little bit more reward for the same daily quest. Like instead of eight pet charms, you get more pet charms than that. Is that a good thing? Well, you get more stuff. Pet charms is the currency you use to buy stuff. All right. Well, if you get more currency, then that's good. I understand that, but it's false advertising. Okay. And usually if you're building building up from level two to level three, that takes a lot of effort. I mean, they usually require an achievement. It takes a lot to get. You want it to look different. Well, it's nicer. Yeah. I hate stuff that's misleading like that. Yeah. I, I just went through that. A misleading thing. Can I tell you about it? Sure. So this was um, Friday. My wife and I were going, oh, we decided, oh, we wanted, you know, we had a a sweet tooth. What are we going to do? Let's go get some ice cream. Okay, because the kids are at camp. So what do you do? You get ice cream. (laughs) Because you don't want to share with anybody. That's right. (laughs) So as we're leaving the house, we pick up the mail. And there's this kind of, um, it's an advertisement from a car dealership. And it's kind of like a, you know, you know, rip these little tabs off of this game card and see if you've won anything. And if you match these three numbers, look like a, you know, match three casino type thing with sevens and cherries and all this kind of stuff. Like, uh, it's like a slot machines. Right. And so we pull all the tabs off and look, Oh, look, we got seven, 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 seven. That's a match. And then you look into the right and it's got all the stuff that, you know, all the possible matches in the, in, in the second column, so to speak. And we look down the second column, it's got, okay, this is this match, bar, 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 cherry, 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 777. We look to the right of 777, and it says we've won a $200 gift card. Ooh. All we have to do is go by the dealership and claim our prize. Wait, to where? Uh, it was actually a Walmart gift card. Interesting. All right. Was there asterisks? 
Not asterisks. So hang on. Okay. We get down to the dealership. Walk in. We're like, we're just here because we got this. The guy's like, okay, let me get some personal information. Run there. All right, fine. You want a test drive? Nope. Want a car? Nope. Want this? Nope. We just want, you know, the, the 200. We want the 200. He goes, well, let's go over here and look at this big, big chart to see what you've won. We're like, no, no, no. We, we, we won the 200. Look, 777777, you win 200. That's when we notice it's not written horizontally. The chart doesn't flow horizontally. The chart flows vertically. So when it's got mm-hmm. all the winning things, there's this little fine print underneath, and like like bar, 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 or cherry, 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 or 777, or all these things. Okay. You could win one of next column. You know, dollar, two dollar gift card, or this, or up to ten thousand dollars, right? Oh. So it's going down, and then what you realize is if you have a match, all you all you do now is go take your number that's on the bottom of this card into the dealership, and they see if that is the winning thing. If it's not, you get a five dollar gift card to Walmart. <sighs> that's not even worth it. <sighs> Had I known. <laughs> They were good. We would not have put up with driving to the dealership and, you know, giving our personal information, which they already had because they mailed us. Yeah. And everything. We, we just wouldn't have put up with it. Yeah. That's for five annoying. bucks. That's deceptive. It is very misleading and deceptive. We said that we let him know, mister, this is deceptive. Did you throw the ad on the floor? He already had it. Oh. Wouldn't give it back to us because if he had, we would have. You should have found something else to throw on the floor instead. <laughs> So we're thinking about taking our $5 gift card, going to Walmart, buying a couple waters, because that's about all you can get the $5 gift card, (laughs) and going back to the dealership and just drinking them there and watching them and going, no, we're not, we're fine. No, we're fine. (laughs) I'm just going to stand here by this expensive Corvette and drink a water. Oh, look, the the top is open. Are you nervous that we're getting close to the... (laughs) (laughs) Or Gatorade. Man, I tell you what, I've had someone spill Gatorade in my car before. Yeah. That stuff smells for a while. What a jerk. (laughs) Long story. I'll tell it to you someday. (laughs) Coming up next in general chat. Take a walk down memory lane and kill things. Warlords of Draenor introduce bonus events to the world of Warcraft. The bonus events give players a different mechanic added to gameplay design to enhance said gameplay. In this episode of HearthCast, we're going to focus on time walking dungeons. There are seven total different weekend bonus events, which are all on a rotating schedule. You've got Time Walking Dungeons for the uh, Burning Crusade. You've got another weekend of Time Walking Dungeons for Wrath of the Lich King. You also have your pet battle bonus weekend. That one gives you uh, your pets earn more experience, and you can triple the experience. You've got your Draenor Dungeon weekend. You do a heroic or mythic dungeons, you get drain or rep with a faction. I don't know which faction. You have your Pexus uh, bonus. It gives you more Pexus crystals will drop when you loot stuff. It's kind of fun to stack that bonus up with the... Uh, King of the Jungle. King of the Jungle one. You get a lot of Pexus crystals. Get your Battleground bonus weekend. You get 200% uh, honor for your kills. And then your arena skirmish bonus weekend, you get more honor rewarded. Again, that is at triple the rate. But we are going to be talking about the time walking dungeons, both the BC and the Wrath one. Now, when you run these dungeons, you're running with a scaled down gear set. So you go in and it scales your gear down. All your abilities are still the same. 
so it doesn't scale your abilities back to like Wrath or BC, just your gear level. Keep all your skills, keep all your talents. Players who are level 71 can access the BC content, 71 and above, obviously, and then players who are 81 and above can access the Wrath content. Now, when you kill the bosses in those instances, they drop normal level for that player. They drop that level loot for them, so appropriate level loot. And right outside your garrison, is a guy's going to give you a quest for these. Uh, if you complete five of the dungeons, you're going to get a seal of an inevitable fate and some Iron Fleet treasure chest reward for doing so. I don't think I realized that you didn't have to be level 100 to do these. No. I guess I was thinking of the opposite when Cataclysm, when they made dungeons, but they basically scaled them up. Like, you know, when they made a heroic version of Deadmine. Right. Yeah. Yep. Nope. This one, you can be at level. Ah. Well, not at level, but it's a little above level. A little above level, yeah. 71 and 81. And it'll scale you down. Yeah. Huh. But you're going to get loot that is appropriate, so you get you can get out there and get some really good loot if you are still leveling a character. So it is worth it for that. Now, there are 10 total dungeons that are available. You've got uh, five for the Burning Crusade, and you get five for the Wrath of Lich King. The five for the Burning Crusade are the Architraz, the Black Morass, Mana Tombs, the Shattered Halls, and the Slave Pins. And the Wrath Dungeons are Ankahet, the Old Kingdom, Gundrak, Halls of Lightning, the Nexus, and Utgard Pinnacle. So some pretty iconic dungeons. A lot of those were fun back in the day. They're still kind of fun to run in there and do them and see them all and have a, you know, a little bit of a challenge. And when you queue up for one, it just picks one of the five randomly, right? Correct. Yeah, you have no choice of what you're going to do. It's just random. And sometimes you'll get the same one again. Because I've, you know, I've run them a lot. And you get, okay, let me see if I can get another one. I've yeah. got the same one. I've been at Guard Pinnacle three times now. Now, the rewards that are in these time-walking dungeons, we already said that the bosses are going to tra- drop appropriate leveled loot. It's going to be about 660 at level 100. Scales up. So that is actually better than like high mall normal. You're getting 660 level gear. We mentioned if you complete the quest that your little garrison guy gives you, you will get a seal of inevitable fate and an Iron Fleet treasure chest. But here's the cool thing. Any mount that would normally drop in that dungeon still has that same chance to drop in that dungeon. Oh, really? So, yeah, as you go through Edgard Pinnacle, you get a chance on, on mounts. Anywhere that drops a mount, you get a chance to drop to get that mount. Achievements still count. So a lot of people are going through these dungeons who never did them before because why bother to do them? If we get all of our, you know, our wad babies, you know, why would they go all the way back to Burning Crusade to do a dungeon Unless they just wanted to face roll the way through there. Now they go through there and you're seeing people complete these heroic dungeons. And it's like, wait, oh, okay. You get achievements for that. That's cool. Or they might do something in that dungeon, you know, like kill the boss without, you know, aggroing something or killing some whatever. You know, those little bizarre achievements you can get for killing bosses. They'll, they'll, they'll pick nose up. And another fun thing, you know, recipes. A lot of people are completionists when it comes to recipes. Even if the recipe isn't worth anything anymore. They still want to have that recipe because that's something their character could learn. Blacksmithing recipes and all that kind of stuff. So they'll go back and get those, and they can get those because they drop the same amount. And, of course, transmog gear, transmog weapons, all the BOE stuff that drops in there is good for either transmog or putting it up on the auction house and selling it. Now, time-walking dungeons, as cool as they sound, have not come without their controversy. People have come in and said, well, please... We asked for new content, and you rehashed old content. That's not new content. That's just content we've already done. 
Or they'll say, well, Blizz, good idea, but man, you made it way too easy. We want a challenge. This thing should have scaled down 100%, blah, blah, blah. Why do I still have my abilities and spells that I didn't have back in BC? So Zarheim and Watcher chimed in on this topic. And here's what Zarheim had to say. It's not about old and new. It's about giving players more options and new ways to experience content in World of Warcraft, even if that means creating new systems to experience existing content in different ways. We don't want them to be intensely challenging, but we don't want them to be a face roll either, and we're not planning to add any new mechanics or creatures. So it lasted a bit. A lot of people said, well, you know, are you going to change the way the mechanics work? Because, you know, now we can stun or we can do this or we can invis or we can jump or we whatever, you know, whatever new abilities or spells we might have gotten that easily counteracts what that boss mechanic is. And, you know, they come back and said, no, we're not changing. You guys don't understand. We're not changing how anything worked. We're just giving you guys a different way to experience it. Because there is not a whole lot of difference in changing the mechanics of how a dungeon works or adding new bosses or adding new creatures. Not a whole lot of difference in that and redoing the entire dungeon. Yeah, you save on the artwork, but still a whole lot of work. And they also, they're not supposed to be intensely challenging. These are weekend events. This is something to go do. Just relax, folks. And then Watcher, who arguably is the most outspoken or well-spoken uh, guy they have at Blizzard right now, he had this to say. Time walking is intended to allow players to experience some of our iconic older dungeons in a relevant context, offering a change of pace to max level and leveling players alike during the event weekends. For players who have nostalgic memories of racing through Shattered Halls in 2007 to beat the execution timer and complete a trial of the Nauru for raid attunement, time walking will not recreate that experience. It is not possible to recreate that experience without fundamentally redesigning the dungeons, and that's not what time walking is about. So you kind of mentioned this a little bit, Freck, uh, a couple weeks ago when we first mentioned time walking uh, dungeons, and I had said I'd gone on one and really enjoyed it. And you commented that, yeah, you went on one, but you didn't feel that nostalgic feeling. You'd remarked that many people would feel that nostalgic feeling, and that's why they'd be wanting to run the time walking dungeons. And I don't, think it does give that nostalgic feeling because part of that nostalgia comes from the difficulty level that people experienced in there in the camaraderie and the getting it done. Harking back to the beginning of the show when I was complaining about that stupid water buffalo dude, the river beast or whatever he is, the hippo. <laughs> when I finally, if I finally get that hippo lassoed, 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 lassoed. When that finally happens, <laughs> I'm sure I will be like, oh, that's so good. And I'll have that moment. And I'll be like, yes, this is why I played this game. When you're in those old dungeons, when they were at level and you were just banging your head against the wall because they were so difficult and you finally got something done, you got an achievement, you got the boss killed, whatever it was, you're like, yes, done. That feeling is not going to be recreated. What you get is a feeling of remember when. So it's kind of those rose-colored glasses that you're looking back on. It's not quite nostalgia because the feeling isn't the same when you're in there. That's true. Yeah, I'd agree with that. And um, to be fair, the first weekend it was the Burning Crusade, and it was uh, Shattered Halls, the one that we ended up in. Okay. And I hadn't gone through that very much. I had been through it a couple times on my Hunter, way above level when I wanted a particular bow that dropped out of there. And that was pretty much it. But I did feel a lot more fuzzy when we went to the Nexus. 
Mm. Yeah. Yeah, you spent a lot of time there. I did, yeah. Wrath of the Lich King was uh, probably when I was most serious about raiding, which wasn't very much in the first place, but uh, this is when I was on a regular raid team. So all those dungeons and those raids, I have a, a bit more fondness for. There are some things that we'd like to see changed. Just minor, minor changes. I think the uh, first one is maybe a different reward system. You know, the quest reward they give out, it's nice. You get a token to roll on and a treasure chest, but it's not overwhelmingly nice. And this are completing five of them, so that amount of effort for that reward is kind of small, from in my opinion. Maybe some more coins for loot rolls. That may be nice. Yeah. Or some way to upgrade gear that you get out of there. Yeah, it goes 660. Well, let me, let me take it to something. Let me get it upgraded. On a personal level, what I would really like to see is a warning system. That when you enter one of these time-walking dungeons, you get a little warning that says, by the way, your gear level has been scaled down. And a lot of people, you know, their, their abilities are coming from their gear. And they're going to walk into these things, and that tank is going to take off, and the DPS is going to take off, and they're going to aggro all the trash that's around. And there's a lot of trash in these dungeons. And the healer's not going to keep up, and you're going to wipe the trash. It happens a lot. So we need something that reminds people that, hey, by the way, your time walking, take it easy. You know, right now, I mentioned that as soon as I go into one of these dungeons, I typically tell people, don't go pulling all the trash. It will wipe us. But sure enough, the tank will go, aggro a bunch of stuff. But it's kind of funny because you laugh about that wipe because you're like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. These, these, this isn't this isn't me at level 100 doing this. BC dungeon. This is me at BC level doing this BC. Du- Let me chill out. Of course, you're assuming that anybody would read a warning. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Yeah. Well. Did he use that against me? Probably. You're like, Frank, you're assuming that I read stuff. Yes. Well, I mean, it'd have to be something that's in your face. Like maybe, maybe someone talks to you, like in in, in this in like a disembodied voice <laughs> that comes on. It's just like you are time walking. walking. <laughs> Please be careful. You wipe the raid. That was creepy. Yeah, something. Yeah, something. <laughs> Folks, Time Walking Dungeons is a peek at the technology Blizzard has in place to refresh existing content in new and exciting ways. And I, for one, am a fan. Now, we asked you all on Twitter about Time Walking Dungeons, and this is what some of you had to say. Cuddle says, as a wad baby, it's being able to experience a part of the good old days and hearing the stories from those that did it when it's current has been incredible. Dustin Turley says, rewards. Hashtag mic drop. Spanky Hunter says, I love them. They're fun seeing and using old legendaries and the set weekends make the queues short too. DG adds, I think time walking is awesome. All dungeons need to be time walk enabled and at least one set every week. And Laddie Vish says, meh, love the concept, but without it being in the dungeon finder. I just don't care if I do them or not. Well, we want to thank everybody for the feedback they provided us this week on time walking dungeons. They're a lot of fun. I, I kind of... I'm sad when the weekend comes around and it's not a time walking. <laughs> yeah, because then you get that stupid buff. Yeah, stupid yeah. buff that I honor points buff. Yeah, that I'm just not going <laughs> to. <laughs> we don't need another rant this week. 
and the beginning of the end. The shadow which blots out the sun. The bell which tolls your doom. It's time for the add-on spotlight. The Garrison Pet Daily presents unique challenges in pet battles that often require specific abilities or pet types to defeat. But once you figure out the best combination, you have to try and figure it all out again or remember what you did in a few days when that same pet shows up. Now, you know what I'm referring to, Root? Um, I know that there are dailies that you have to do pet battles for in the menagerie. There's a daily, and then there's a little pin, right? right. A little pin. yeah. And every day, it's it's a different pet that's in there. Okay. So you go to, you go to the little pen thing and you click on it and you you fight whatever uh, challenge they have for that day. I got it. However, it's it's a rotating set of pets. So while it's different from day to day, you're going to have the same one show up again. So just have pad paper and make notes. Well, there's an add on that will help you save pet battle teams. Oh, oh, that's kind of like having a gear set, but a pet battle set. Yeah, kind of, because you're not just picking out the three pets. Um, Each pet has three different slots that you pick one of two abilities to go into. Oh, wow. Okay. See, I don't pet battle, so this is, I didn't realize you could actually swap out what they can do. Right. Every, yeah, there's three different abilities, but then each ability has uh, one of two possible things it could be. Interesting. Okay. So now you not, not only do you need to know what the pet, or the best pet combination is, but you also need to know what the best pet ability combination is. Exactly. Yeesh. Exactly. Give you an example. There is a one called Blingtron. It's like Blingtron 499 something. And it's these two mechanicals who put a spell on themselves to take damage as if they were critters. Yeah. So the problem is with mechanicals is that it does really high damage against beasts. But beasts do really high damage against critters. So your first reaction to it taking damage like a critter is like, well, let me get a beast out. But then it's getting hit really hard. So the best pets to use for that is actually the Kunlai Runt, which is the dudes that are found over in Kunlai Summit, and they look like little tiny yeti. Okay, yeah. They're actually humanoids, but their abilities are beast abilities. So you get those two guys in there, and then they're doing a lot of damage, but not taking a lot of damage. I, I just, I don't see how you can remember all that and all the cards in Hearthstone and WoW. <laughs> well, there's a thing called a search feature. <laughs> so just to give an example of that is the type of thing that you figured out one day, like um, when the pet first comes around, you might spend a few tries going, okay, what pets do I need to defeat this? Sure, okay. Then once you once you got it, you once know. Once you got it, yeah. then you know. So there's an add-on called Pet Battle Teams. Pet Battle is one word. Teams. Um, it's really simple. You and I, we like simple add-ons. Um, you can save your current team. You can name it. And you can lock it so you don't accidentally make changes to it. Now, I'm not sure how many teams you can save because between the add-on description and the extended description, it says both up to 14 and unlimited, so I'm not sure which one is correct. Up to 14 unlimiteds. Oh, I guess so. <laughs> <laughs> but I have a uh, pet battle add-on in general that also has a team feature, but it's very awkward. So comparing different add-ons that do this pet battle team thing, this is the best one. 
called Pet Battle Teams. Pet Battle Teams. Um, it will also put a little button in your interface for your bandages, which means if you're doing a lot of pet battles and you can only heal them once every eight minutes, so you want to use the bandage, instead of having to look around in your bag, it just puts a button in your oh, interface. Okay, that's cool. So that's nice. So like I said, it's very simple. It does one thing. It does it really well, though. And it makes that menagerie quest a lot easier. All right, so cool. Pet Battle Teams over Pet at Curse.com. Yep. Be sure to have yourself a uh, Curse Premium account because it just keeps all your add-ons up to date for you. Yeah, I was missing that, though. I can tell you. My uh, .NET was out of commission. Right. So you can... Right. You, yeah, remember we were talking about that because you had to do a manual... <gasps> I was uh, downloading and extracting like a caveman. <laughs> <laughs> Like, what is this what is this? I don't understand. What's I happening? fucking like my rock and chisel. <laughs> <laughs> too good, too good. Like, they're only three bucks a month, so head over to Curse. And if you have a premium account, a little bit of that money goes to the add-on authors themselves, as we learned. So you can support all your add-on authors by going and actually getting a Curse premium account from Curse.com. Frank, how many years have we been doing this show? Six. About six, right? Yeah. And in that time, we've had a lot of sounders, a lot of bumpers, a lot of transitions. You used to have one for the hot seat. And I can't find it. <laughs> we haven't been in the hot seat in a long time, though. You, no, you haven't been in I the hot seat. I haven't, no. Tonight, Freck, you are in the hot seat. Oh, boy. I just don't have the cool sounder to play that you're Well, just not. make up something like you did with the time walking thing. Go. The time walking thing. Remember you did like, oh, well, this creepy guy should say this and you did a sound effect. So just do a hot seat thing. Hot seat. There. No. <laughs> <laughs> Freckle face, you're in the hot seat. How's that? That was... <laughs> <laughs> that was something else. <laughs> I'll take it. <laughs> Those are such nice PC <laughs> words you've chosen. <laughs> All right, Franco Face, question number one. It's a two-part question here. If you could be one WoW NPC for 24 hours, who would that be and what would you do? Um, Let's see. I'd be Cadgar's servant. And I'd force people to take really slow tours around Shatrath <laughs> or the garrison. You'd be the, 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 was he pink, right? The pink blob? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you wouldn't get a whole lot done in 24 hours, Frank, I gotta tell you. <laughs> but okay. i get like one tour done, yeah. Pretty much. <laughs> if your character lost random items in its inventory <sighs> when it died... What item would you miss the most? Um, there's an item I just picked up about. Uh, I I don't, I don't think it's called Adventurer's Journal or something to that effect. But uh, it's this little book that you find on the ground. Okay. And it gives a little tale of a guy who uh, camps out to take some selfies with some animals. Then he writes down like he forgot his weapon and all he has is his selfie camera. <laughs> <laughs> so he beats him to death with the selfie stick? Yeah. Something like that. I don't remember that, but like every once in a while, I'll like open up the book and read it. Okay, so, that's interesting. It's like a page long. It amuses me. 
All right, so that might be the next answer, but we'll ask the question anyhow. Okay. What is your favorite way to waste time in WoW? Playing with toys. Annoying people. Annoying people with your toys? Yes. Oh, okay. How do you annoy people with toys? Um, Besides train set, because we all know the answer. We all know that one. Um, depending on the, the ones that make noise, like, you know, the I, Gammon will save you or save us. Yeah, I like and that And the Mount House Storm. <laughs> and <laughs> the worst thing is um, the football. Oh, uh, yeah. You can um make some obscene things going on with that. <laughs> I think it's worse when anything that you can fill up somebody else's inventory with. <laughs> Because I've done that before. You fill up someone's, you just, you know, the, you, you in a raid, especially, and they, you know, they take a break for raid, and you know someone just went AFK to walk their dog or whatever. I'm just like, don't pip airplane, don't pip airplane. <laughs> <laughs> You're evil. And then, yeah, then they try to loot. They're like, how come we can't loot? <laughs> I don't know. Take your inventory. <laughs> All right, hey, Frank, here's another question for you. What is the weirdest thing you've witnessed your tune do? Uh, my tune specifically, uh, weirdest thing. Huh. Well, I always think it's a little weird when she takes, uh, 20 minutes to do a feigned death. (laughs) So dramatic. She does like a Shakespeare play or something (laughs) when she decides she needs to pretend like she's going to die. Have you seen it? I don't believe I have. Oh, I have to show it to you. She like goes to like one side and the other side. It's like ah. That was a great visual. <laughs> that was amazing. And the last question here for the hot seat. Aren't you happy? I'm very happy. If you could buy one thing off the auction house, regardless of price, what would it be and what would you do with it? Huh, let's see. It has to be like a ridiculous mount or something. Okay. Probably the Merriman's head. How do you say that? Merriman's oh, head. Okay. Yeah. Nimrod? Yeah. The, 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 the mount. Big, the big uh, flying mount, yeah, right? Yeah, the big flying mount. Okay. Yeah. So you'd buy that? Yeah. And what would you do with it? Um, nose dive at people? Okay, so you would learn it. Yeah. And then you would dive bomb people. Dive bomb people. Yes, yeah, yeah. not nose diving people. <laughs> My I bad. Even, I don't even know what that is. <laughs> I refuse to Google. Don't, let's not Google. You'll find it over <laughs> dictionary and there'll be something involving midgets and <laughs> just don't go there, Root. I looked up nose dive. I'm going to die of cancer. <laughs> shouldn't joke about that, Freckle Face. No, we shouldn't. It's not a laughing matter. It's not, well, it's a little funny if you're. If you think about, like, every time I get, I feel something weird, I Google it. Never do I that. Know. No, never do that. <laughs> I've gotten in the habit of doing it recently. No, it's oh never God. good. Why is my right arm itching? Oh, clearly it's going to fall off in 10 days. <laughs> clearly. <laughs> That's an interesting um, observation that you would actually learn. See, because me, I would buy the most expensive thing and then relist it. That's not any fun. Sure it is, because then I get all the gold. But then what do you do with the gold? I buy more things. <laughs> Turns into that thing of like, why are you even buying, getting the gold for? To spend it. Spend it on what? Things to make people happy. Oh, well, that's okay then. Yeah. Yeah. See? So you're a philanthropist. 
Yeah, I'm, I'm the wild philanthropist. Yeah, that's I can't even <laughs> pronounce it. I'm like Mike Tyson. <laughs> uh, good times, good times. Thank you, Freck, for uh, playing that little game there. Folks, we want to thank all of you who have been doing our little bit of shopping there on Amazon. We appreciate that. We do see some proceeds of that coming in, and that does help us offset any kind of costs we may incur here at the studio to put on this lovely production for you guys. So if you're not taking advantage of that, head over to hearthcast.com forward slash Amazon. It's going to take you over to the Amazon page, and everything works exactly like it always does. You pay exactly the same amount. A little bit comes back our way, and we certainly do appreciate that. Thank you. Well, outside of Dark Moon Fair wrapping up, anything else going on in game? Not not really right now. No. Just check the calendar for whatever weekend it is. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Kind of kind of a little slow part here, but we got announcements coming next week, or a couple days, actually. Oh, yeah. So that's going to be kind of cool to stay tuned for those announcements. want to thank everybody who uh, helped us out today on the show by contributing some you know feedback on Twitter about what you liked about the Time Walking Dungeons. Big thanks also to all you guys who follow both Freck and myself and the show out there on Twitter. All of our fans on Facebook as well. And as we close this show, we want to thank you for listening. We'd love to hear your comments, questions, or any other feedback. Our email is podcast at hearthcast.com. You can find us on Twitter at hearthcastfreck and at hearthcastroot, or just head on over to our Hearthcast Facebook page. Visit our website, hearthcast.com, for podcast archive, show information, and more. Until next time, this has been Ruth and Freckleface. I love the 20s.